Just some content. Yo, what's going on? It's Nathan McFly, the 20 by 20 podcast. And what we got for you today is the second installment of Conversation Fridays. We started this about two or three weeks ago with my boy Polo, director of A&R at Rock Nation. If you want to check that one out, go to SoundCloud, iTunes, all podcast avenues, and you can hear what we were talking about. Now, what we got is the second installment, and we have it with a rising up-and-coming talent in the independent circus in the SoCal Central. Yes, I said it. He is rising, and he's going to go through the ranks, and he goes by the name of Slice Boogie, a resident of Queens, New York, out of Ravenswood Projects. He's represented for us, us here out in the street, on the hustle. And he's hustling out there in the West Coast in Cali. So check his story and see what he's about. This is Conversations with Slice Boogie. What? The 2020 Podcast. What? So what's going on? This is Nathan McFly of the 20 by 20 Podcast. And right now on the phone, I got one of the best up and coming dudes coming out from the West Coast. He's from the East Coast out here in Queens. He goes by the name of Slice Boogie. Slice, what up? Yeah, what up, what up? What's going on? What's going on, man? How's everything going out there? I know you got that beautiful weather over there, man. Shit is too easy out here, man. I ain't got to <laughs> deal with none of that bullshit, man. I know, I, I know. I love New York, but I don't miss New York, you know? <laughs> nah, I feel you, B. the pizza. That's it. <laughs> word, 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 man. When it's winter, man, forget about it, bro. It should be should be harsh out here in the winter. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you got Dominican girls out there to keep you warm. We don't got that over here. <laughs> Just got I feel you. Right? Girls and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got the snow bunnies out there. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. I mean, tell tell our listeners a little more about yourself and who you are. Uh, shit. I mean, I'm born and raised in Queens. So I was born and raised in Woodside Projects. Okay. Then we moved. Like, right across the street from Ravenswood Projects, so that's where I started doing all my dirt. Like, I was a good kid in Woodside, but in Ravenswood, when shit got hectic. Shit got turned up, right? Yeah. I feel you. And, like, basically, I just started wrestling not too long ago. I went to a one-day tryout just for fun, you know? Because I've been watching wrestling since I was, like, born. Gotcha. my older brother and shit. Yeah. So... I went to a one-day trial for fun because my friend told me I just kept talking about it and I was like, fuck it, let me just see what it feels like, you know, to get body slammed, whatever. Because I used to do that in the hood anyway. Like, when you were a kid, you do that shit outside. Yeah, yeah, play- yeah. On the playground with the fucking rubber mat by the fucking monkey bars. So I'm like, oh, let me do this. <laughs> so I was the illest nigga in the class. Oh, like, nice. Far. Okay. So it's like, fucking, it was a one-day thing, though. But, like, most people come to the one-day tryout, and they're like, nah, this is not for me. But, like, I was like, fuck it, I'm going to just start school. And that's it. Shit took off. I graduated pretty fast. And I've been doing pretty good out here, you know? Like, for, for, as far as being a rookie, it's going really fast, you know? No, yeah, and i seen that. Like, i seen, like, through your Instagram page and everything that um you had, you had matches, like, with guys that, you know, that are, that are on right now. And they're in yeah. the, like the big market, like Luchasaurus, uh, Shay Gasper, who was um, half a crime time, Brian yeah, Cage, yeah. being well, in the I, ring. Brian Cage got hurt though. Yeah. Oh yeah. You didn't get to get that match going because yeah, he hurt his back. I yeah. I ended up wrestling Shad, which was still a good experience because he taught me a lot of the WWE shit. Okay. You know what I mean? As opposed to just indie shit. 
Got and you. And he's a hood nigga too. He's from Brooklyn. And he's super hood. So yeah, yeah. I met it him. It was mad easy. Yeah. Yeah, I met I met Homie at uh at Wale Mania. Wale he does this uh this little get together of like hip hop and wrestling. Every time WrestleMania come around, whatever city it's at, and yo shit was crazy. You know he was over there. There was a whole bunch of people over there just chilling. Yeah, yeah, that nigga's mad cool. Yeah, Super uh, cool. What about him? Um, I see you had like a little uh, interaction with Bob Holly. Uh, I didn't get to wrestle him, but we had like a little. So basically, like, that's what st- popped my career off, pretty much. Oh wow! I went to the show to help out. I went to a show just to help because you got to pay your dues. Oh, definitely. You go do security, whatever. You fucking whatever they ask you to do, you just help ring crew. So I made a good impression on a guy, and somebody got hurt. So he's like, "Fuck it, I gotta put. I'm gonna put you in a six man match." I'm like, "Cool." And then Killer Cross gets there, and then he's like, "Killer Cross is like, well, I want, I want you guys, I want you to come out when me and Holly cut a promo on each other, and I want you to cut a promo on us." So I start talking wild shit to them, <laughs> and then they they both drop me. But then I came out during their match, and I kicked them both in the nuts. And I grabbed the <laughs> I grabbed Cross Shorty, but she caught me slipping. Like so, like, but it was like for that to happen, and I was only a few months in, and the way everything went down, like my six man match was fire too. So, it was like the best work I've ever done. So, like after that, I was on. Got it. Like it was like who is this no name rookie, and he's holding his own in the ring promo wise, you know? And I don't know. It was just crazy. Like that was, and then Holly was like. You know, I grew up watching him. So yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. He, 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 a, he a hardcore nigga too, B. Yeah, he's and I'm fuck. I mean, I'm old though. Like I'm 33, but I remember watching him when I was eight years old. He was a fucking NASCAR driver, so it was crazy <laughs> to be in the ring with him. So I'm like, it was crazy to be in the ring with him. Yeah, man, shit, shit is nuts, bro. And then all the stories about him always like you know making sure that people pay their dues and you know do what they gotta do in order in order to earn that respect from the vets, you know. Yeah, yeah, he seems nicer now because I think he's just like he's not on it like that no more. You know, he's not. He's just chilling now. All right, all right, I As got I you. Put, before he was probably, I wouldn't want to deal with him before. That nigga was crazy. <laughs> Word up, but like, like you said about your promos, you do hold your own with your promos, bro. That is one thing that really like caught my eye. I was like, God damn, yo, this nigga, this nigga sound like the dude I, I chilled with back in the day in the hood, bro. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, it's just the way that you present yourself through, you know, through videos and everything like that. You could feel like that New York, that New York passion, that grit. And you just let people know that you're going to beat their ass. I was like, to me, that shit is so fucking crazy. And I see how the crowd loves to hate you. How does it feel yeah. to get that that type of that type of reaction from the crowd? I mean, I, I'm grateful because. A lot of people have been struggling, like, finding their character in wrestling, like, my, my classmates and shit, as opposed to, like, I didn't have to have a character. This is just me turned up on a Henny night, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I don't have to be an astronaut. I don't have to be a fucking horror movie character. I could just be me, you know? Yeah. Me me at my worst, you know? Got Disrespectful, dr- not even drunk or Henny. This is like drunk or Jack Daniels, like, when you mean. Yeah. Henny, I'll be chilling. Like so, like I, I, it's just when I get the freedom to say what I want, I'm gonna say what I want. I'm gonna make fun of people. Okay. Because I'm not just gonna say, "Oh, I'm tough. I'm gonna beat you up." Nah, I'm gonna make fun of you. I'm gonna have people laughing at you, and then I'm also gonna cheat in the ring. I don't care. Like I'm gonna do whatever it takes for people to boo me, 
but I'm not gonna wrestle like an old man and do boring shit. I'm gonna do ill shit, so they gonna love to hate me. Like they gonna love to hate me. And yo, the two moves that I picked out, like we just watching your matches, is your finisher, the Statue of Misery. That that joint is fire, bro. Yeah, like, you know, that's it, I, yeah. I like that move, but I'm, I'm I can't I can't do it to like no three hundred pound nigga. And that's nah, nah, I of course fighting. not. Fighting like they want me to fight big heavyweights now. Like I'm, they know. Because the indies, not everyone is that big, you know? So right now, I'm like 212. All right. But, like, the way my body is built, like, I could stand next to a heavyweight, and, like, they, they'll have me in with a heavyweight. Luchasaurus, big motherfucker. Yeah, he's like 6'5 or something like that, bro. Yeah, he's a big motherfucker. Five, like 240, but they want me in with him because a lot of indie guys are, like, 170, you know? They're good. They're better than me in the ring, but they're little, you know? And it's yeah. not believable sometimes. And it's crazy to see him up front, and you're like, wow, this nigga over here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. With the yeah. fucking, once he got all that shit in his face, too, the mask and yeah. the makeup and black tongue, nah, that nigga's gangster. <laughs> but, like, another move, like you said, like, they want you to, you know, wrestle bigger bigger guys. Another move I've seen you do is that, it's like a top rope stunner. You call it the yeah. 21st Street Special? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, That's that? what I'm, I want to start doing that as my finisher. I'm just, I don't want to pull it out yet, like. Oh, All right. Until I get, until I get, I've only used it in two matches, so I'm wait. I'm gonna wait until like the next big, big match to pull it out. All right. Yeah. I don't want people to get sick of it, and, but I got mad shit in the stash. All right. All right. Nah, man, I can't wait. I can't wait to see it, man. I don't, there's only just certain a certain amount of matches I could see online. Like the, my two favorite matches that you done that you did, and from what the announcers were saying, they were like your first like four matches in. You had one with uh, Eli Everfly. Yeah, yeah, that I, was my third match ever. Yeah, that yo, dude, it doesn't even seem like it. Like you yeah. look, you look, you held your, you held yours in the ring. You look like a vet in there, and especially with Jake Atlas, the champ. Yeah, yeah, yo, that's my guy right there. Yeah, man, that that if you would have won that match, man, yo, that that roof would have blown off over there, B. Yeah, yeah, they would have hated it. Oh, what? They, they were hating you so much. Even though I had two of my niggas from, from Hell's Kitchen in there. Oh, word? It was wilder for me, yeah. Nice. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yo, you ever think about coming out East Coast and doing some uh, dates out here? Uh, I have a friend who works, well, he was working for ICW. I don't know if he still works for them. Okay. Uh, I, I just want to get my shit. I don't want to come to New York until my shit is completely polished. Even gotcha. though it's te technically I'm working... SoCal might be a bigger wrestling scene, and I'm already working here, but yeah, yeah, I want to yeah. come to New York and be, like, undeniable, you know? And maybe have a big, a little bit of a bigger name so that when I come out there, because I'm going to have the whole hood out there. Like, I want it to be a spectacle. Like, I'm going to have 100 man. people in the crowd wilding, and then anyone who's from New York, like, who wants to fuck with me. I want to come out there when I'm, like, at the top of my shit, you know? I'm still learning. Gotcha. I, I just debuted November twenty third, so I'm like what? Wow. Eight only eight months in. Wow, dude, I can only imagine how's it gonna look. You know, two three years from now, bro, it's gonna look crazy. Yeah, yeah, it just shit just takes time, man. But I, no. I think what I'm doing good is because I'm getting the wrestling always takes time. It don't matter who you are. Like AJ Styles is the man, but he's been doing it, you know, eighteen years, yeah, twenty years, definitely. But I've been able to get, I've been able to get that heat. From day one, you know, you know what I'm saying, and that's what matters. That's definitely what matters, and I think what helps you too is like your facial expressions. Like a lot of people say, that's one thing that wrestling is. You know, it it takes them a while to get. Like 
during during the match, you know, learning how to look hurt or just selling selling the selling the moves and coming into the ring with that, you know, with that look on it. And I feel like you got that already. Yeah, yeah, man. It's just, it's, that just takes time, man. I'm like, I'm just trying to get better day by day, you know. It's, it's hard work, but, you know, it's what we signed up for. Exactly, exactly, my boy. Yo, but I, I, to be honest, I didn't even know you were 33 years old, B. You could have fooled me uh, on that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, I'm fucking old, bro. Not yet, I, not yet, bro. I, I'm hoping I make it to 40, you know. If I can make it wrestling to 40, that'd be lit. Because I'm yeah. not going to be a good wrestler until fucking at least four. It takes three, four, five years before Easy. a lot of wrestlers get comfortable. But yeah. if I could just have people hate me, then, you know, the wrestling will catch up to that. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Definitely, bro. Definitely gonna catch up. So, yo, um, we're, we're, you know, this podcast over here, we're big on hip hop. A lot of us, you know, we have our hip hop backgrounds working in the industry. And we try to mix that in with the wrestling as well. Uh. Growing up in Queens, who'd you who'd you listen to the most? Uh, growing up, who was always on? I mean, Nas, Nas, Mom, D. You know, like you know, Queens niggas, CNN. Yeah. Oh, definitely CNN. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm big New York, like Biggie. I've always been big into New York rappers and shit. Like, it wasn't until I got a little older that I would fuck with like you know, like Outkast and all the West Coast guys. I was like, cause I, I I didn't I wasn't bumping NWA and Cali niggas when I was mad young, really. Like, you know, maybe a little Tupac, but that was it. Like, yeah, like over <laughs> here, like same same thing. Like, you know, I was just big into like whoever was in my area. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Just like you said, like listening to CNN, Mob Deep. Um, you know, I, of course, listening to Pun. Pun is one of my favorite. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when I was a little older. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, man, yeah, yo. I fuck with pun, stack, bundles, oh, ransom, stack, like, of course. Red. Yeah, that's my name. Max B, like, those are. Oh, but that's Max when I was, B, like, the wavy. That's already when I was older, yeah. Yeah, man, we do a little thing also, like, where we compare, like, rappers to wrestlers. And for some reason, you know, we came out with a comparison. Uh, Max B is kind of like Tama Tonga from the Bullet Club. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. He be doing that shit with his hands, too. Yeah. Sweet. I can imagine Max B doing that shit with fucking shades on. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I, I don't know. Funny. That shit just came out. So that shit was fly right there. That's mad funny. But yeah, man, yo, thank you once again for your time. I know you're running on short time. Wish you and hoping you the best on your on your journey to becoming a champ, bro. Nah, thank you, bro. You know, you know, hood niggas, we love wrestling since he was young. Like, Hell yeah, niggas be... and wrestling and... What do the niggas in the hood love? Rap, wrestling, and fucking basketball. Like that, that's all we knew. Like we was little. Like that's it. That's it, my nigga. Like yo, yeah. It's funny because like you know when you get old and they, some niggas are like, nah, I never watched that shit. That shit was corny. That niggas get that niggas get into their late twenties. Oh, that was my shit. Yeah, but I stopped <laughs> for a while too. But then you know, like I started watching again, and that's what I I started. Fall, I fell in love with it again. Like, Watching the Japanese shit, I started fell in love with that shit. Again. Oh hell yeah, bro! What they doing out there in New Japan is insane, b. Yeah, yeah. So that's like it opened up my eyes again, and it made me feel young again to the point where you know we love this shit again. And you know the wrestling world right now is on fire, like hell yeah. WWE, but like I feel like worldwide it's getting bigger. You know, it's getting definitely. Bigger. It definitely is, man. And before you uh, go, can can we get your top five? What's your top five right now? And wrestling. Active or like old time? Uh, you know what? We'll do two. We'll do active and old time. Fuck, I don't even know. 
shit is hard. Old time first taker for me. All right. That's just my favorite. Uh, RVD. Ah, oh, nice. Uh, probably Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart. Yeah, Bret Hart definitely my top fifth. five. I don't know if I'm gonna put fifth. I don't even know if I'm gonna put fifth. I guess I put Stone Cold in there just because what he did, you know. Yeah, he definitely moved the needle, man, and and made that shit more than what it was, you know. Yeah, he brought yeah he brought it to the adults, which is what you know. I think that's the way the way I'm moving out there. I'm not really for kids. I could get kids to hate me, but I'm not like I think I can move an adult audience more. Like I'm an ECW baby. Like I was watching oh, hell that yeah. shit. Or MSG at two in the morning every Word. Saturday. Like, <laughs> fuck they talk about. Like I, I didn't have nothing else. Like I, WWE was Saturday morning. That shit was alright. But but yo, ECW they would play them commercials two in the morning. Forget with the about Asian it. stripper. I was like a little horny nigga. Like oh what the <laughs> fuck is this? <laughs> Niggas going through tables on fire. Word. My top, well, my top active. I would probably choose. Uh, Kenny Omega, probably Okada. I like New Japan a lot. Uh, Ishii, right now, this Ishii's year. A beast. Shingo Takagi is having a good year. Oh, hell yeah. He's nice. Yo, he's looking like one of the top from uh, LIJ right now, man. Yo, he's. His match with Osprey, his match with everybody is nuts. He doesn't have bad matches. Nah. Not at all. Like, I'll be watching that shit. I'll be like, damn, I can never do that. How the fuck they do that? <laughs> but he, that shit is fire. Uh, to round it off, top five. Who the fuck would I put five right now in the world? I guess Osprey will go in there. Yeah, yo, Osprey is a... I just think, yeah. He's different, bro. <laughs> matter of fact, I put Andrade. Andrade is nice. No, Andrade, Andrade's yo. I put Andrade. He he's a low-key. Yo, hell yeah, he's just, a low-key superstar, man. I don't know what they're yeah. doing with him right now, bro. He just can't speak English. That's a problem. Yeah, I guess they're just going to have to make him that foreign heel, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I, they I got him. Shit. He's one of the best. Son. Watching him is like, wow. Bro, and he's doing for the Latinos too, man. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I like too, man. Well, yeah, I'm Boricua. You already know. You know <laughs> Yeah, Dominicano over here, kid. You already know, kid. You already oh, know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, man, once again, bro, thank you for your time, man. And uh, do your thing out there, bro. Can't wait to see you when you come out here to New York, bro. All right, back. Good looking, bro. All right, my G. Be good. All right, later. One. And that was my conversation with none other Slice Boogie. As you can see, he's doing everything possible to be that dude coming up and be that dude to make the check, cash it, and hold the big belt. Whether it be in New Japan, WWE, ROH, MLW, whatever it may be. All we know is that when he comes to Queens, it's going to be a spectacle. He's going to have the whole hood out there and everybody going to be cheering. Slice! Slice! It's going to be great. I can't wait to see that one day. I hope you guys like what we're doing here, Conversation Fridays. We got a whole lot more in store. Just be ready to see what we got coming on. And this is the 20 by 20 podcast, and I go by the name Nathan McFly. What? The 2020 podcast. What?